Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. We have got some stuff to talk about. We always have stuff to talk about. Well, yeah, I know. That's the point of a podcast, really, I suppose, isn't it? I've just found out after all this time. Really? Yes. That's taken you to to this point to realise that we talk about stuff. Yes. Oh, good. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us. We'll try and do our best to entertain, amuse, and uh, I'm not going to say educate because that would be a wholesome lie, but... um, (laughs) You we know, can educate. We, well, we can we can give you our shit that we've gone through, so that so you, you may, don't have to. So you don't have to, yeah. also that you can laugh at us hapless yeah. uh, antics that we go exactly. through. Yeah, it's in the theme song, isn't it? Right. So that's why we do this, so you can learn for it. <laughs> so yeah, so we can listen back to it at a later date and completely ignore exactly. our own advice. Yeah, and we do that frequently. Yes, we have a tale of sexy. Uh, Time, whoa, sexy time, I think, is kind yeah, of the thing. But today, so we're going to be talking a little bit about some stuff that can go wrong when you're on a date. We're going to laugh at our own expense. Uh, yes, our own expenses. <laughs> and also, we're just going to give you a bit of an update as to what we've been up to. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Cool. Let's, let's like, freestyle this one. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, can, can you give us some but don't, and cats don't or whatever they're called? The what? Can, can you rap? No, no, you know I can't rap. I'm going to do the eight mile. Dang, dang, dang. No? I'm not rapping. Okay, fine. Nobody wants to hear that. We all do. We all want to. If really? you'd like Mrs. H to rap, she'll be doing a freestyle rap on the Patreon. I can't back this up in any you shape or form. You sit on a throne of lies. I that do. That is not going to happen ever. <laughs> I have tried to rap once on... Um, a sing star karaoke type thing. Yeah, and it was hideous. It was. It was that, Eminem, wasn't it? No, 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 no. No, um, I was Paula Abdul. You were a cartoon cat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably smashed it then. And you probably tried to do uh, black or white or whatever it oh, was. was it, it's a Protection, the gangs, class nations, <laughs> consequent, the human relations, and all that sort of shit. <laughs> exactly that. And you're not going to spend your life being a colour. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, what have we been up to recently, Mrs. H? Oh my God, we've been to so much. We've done so much. We've been to so much. We've done so much. And we've come so far. I knew you'd sing that. We've reached so high. 
Do you know, I, I went to the uh, doctors the other day and um, oh, yeah. Yeah, as, as one does. I thought this was going to go into a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Mr. Oh. Oak walks into a doctor's, and um, that song that that take that song was playing as I left. In the doctor's, and no, no, it was in in my car. Oh, it was right. on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. And I walked in, and I had you know had my mask on, and I walk in, and I'm still singing it, and I didn't realise until I was like a a minute in of queuing that I was still. I looked each day oh my and night in the eye. I swear you're like a doctor's dream. You, <laughs> you never bloody go. You don't ever need to go, and when you do, you're probably like. Just heal me. Yeah, that's right. Just chuck me some of that blue shield potion <laughs> like in Fortnite. That's how it works. And I'll heal up. Oh, Fortnite. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. Anyways, what have we been up to? Okay. we <laughs> Can we talk about axe throwing? Yes, we went yes. axe throwing. Yes, yes, we can talk about the axe. Yes, who did we go axe throwing with? Shall I axe you that question? Yes, we went axe throwing with Secret Stag, Secret Vixen. That's uh, a and it's a new record for how quickly we've <laughs> mentioned them in the show. Oh my goodness. We do talk about them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't help it that we're just awesome and they want to hang around with us all the time. (laughs) Really? Is that what it is? Yeah, see, you thought I was going to say how awesome they are. I know. You're You're going to say how awesome you are. How awesome we are. And they just want to hang around with us all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. They've got no one else to hang around with, I think. We probably do. We win through We do awesome stuff like axe throwing. (laughs) Well, she'd organised some axe throwing and we went up. Secret. Secret axe throwing. Secret vixen organised secret axe throwing. Yeah. And we went and did it. We've never been axe throwing before. Oh, my God. I bloody loved it. I bloody loved it. I did. (laughs) It was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. It was, you know, you couldn't drink many cocktails while doing it. Which but you could drink some, which you I could was drink, really yeah, surprised about. Which, uh, yeah, and, you know, I leaned into that. <laughs> I was really impressed when I saw the cocktail menu. I'm yeah. like, you're actually going to give us an axe yeah. and let us imbibe alcohol. Yeah. it's Really? Yeah. It was good fun, though. I really enjoyed <laughs> Why it. Why would you do that? And, you know, if you've not seen the little video that I posted on Twitter, I'd urge you to go check it out because it's the, the one moment... <laughs> Mrs. A hit hit the bullseye. I think there were other moments. There may have been one or two. There there weren't a lot. Wow. I think what you're you're trying to say is I was both awful and magnificent at the same time. Yeah, there was definitely an element of that. I must have recorded you throwing an axe about 400 (laughs) times and captured you doing something cool at least one of those times. I'm so glad that you did. Yeah. What I really liked about that, though, was quite cool because we got to, you know, there were four of us playing. We had two sort of lanes, I guess, of axe throwing. And Secret Vixen's side with with, uh, Secret Stag, their board was immaculate. I don't understand how. I, ours was just mashed to bits. It was just hacked with splinters <laughs> and flying chips of wood everywhere. Yeah. It was just like a crime scene. But also, so we did that for, I don't know, 40 minutes or whatever it was, just just practising and throwing the axes yeah. and all this sort of stuff. What I love about the little video is, I didn't even know you were recording that. <laughs> I know. But how inanely happy I was <laughs> with myself <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, it's definitely... I was literally like a child. Yeah, it's 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 the look on your face, the clapping, and then the readjustment once you realise you're being filmed at the end of it. Yes, I know. I didn't know you were filming the damn thing. And then I was like, oh, shit. And now I look like a potato. I need to readjust. Oh, bless you. Well, we did, we did this game for a bit after we'd just chucked the axes at the board. Mm. And Secret Vix and I were neck and neck up to the last shot. You were keeping score? We were keeping score. Were you? Yes, you were writing them down on a board. Yes. But she won, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, she did. Well, fortunately for her. 
Yeah, actually. <laughs> and, and then at the end, we got some. Sh- we got shown some trick shots, like some underarm throws, oh a my goodness. double-handed axe that throw. That tiny axe man was amazing. What, the little axe handler or whatever he yeah, was? Yeah, he had beautiful hair. Let's call him Axel Rose. Oh, let's do that. Yes. Yes. He was very good. And had beautiful long hair. He did, and a great moustache. Well, it's yeah. great. it was well manicured, I guess. And he was doing some trick shots, showed them how to, us how to do them, and just left us to he crack let on. He us play with yeah. two axes at the same time. <laughs> a dream of yours. It was great. So it we was. got to chuck like two axes at the board at the same time. Yep. We got to like um, throw them at two different boards at the same time. Yep. And then, yeah, a little underarm shot. Yeah. I'm still slightly disappointed that I didn't win, though. And I'm also slightly annoyed that I didn't get the two axes in at once. And uh, Vixen did. But I won the internet that day. You did, because I was there happy. is a video of you being happy, <laughs> chucking an axe at the thing. So we did that. What else have we went up to? Oh, we went on a sexy date. <gasps> okay, yes, we did. In fact, we've been on a couple of sexy dates. Yes, we have. We're going to talk about one because there is a uh, more of a moral, a, I guess, a more moral of a learning lesson, a more learning. of a takeaway, more of a thing that we should not do again. Yes, that. And when we started doing this little chronicle of stuff, I think we were very honest that we would share with you the things that don't always go to plan. Yeah, and um, we have an example. So you can learn from them and not do them. <laughs> yeah, but before we go into that particular story, yes. um, we also had a sexy date with the with the pineapple shots. Oh, yes. Yeah. Pineapples. Who mm. we met just before our social and they came along to our social. Really nice folks. We had some mm. sexy times on them. It was a really cool little date. Went to some nice places, got some nice food. It was cool. I still have his sock. Yes, he did leave his sock here. It's a memento. Yeah, unfortunately, one of the things You'll that did happen... You'll have to do stuff to get it back. <laughs> ...is that uh, when they came they came back to our house, which is really cool... Um, what, our house? Our house, yeah. They came back. We're well, both. But we have a tiny, angry dog who does not like us leaving the house. And if we go out for more than half a minute, <laughs> she will piss on the floor. Yeah, pretty much. And the lucky pineapple shots got to dip one of their... One them. Yeah, got to dip their sock in... in in the Yoko juice. You make it sound like there was a game. <laughs> there wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't a prize that you got to win. Uh. So, you know, maybe this should come into into effect later on when we talk about things that have gone wrong on dates. Your dog pissing on the floor and your guest stepping in it is probably like, yeah, that's up there with embarrassing things. It's kind of embarrassing, yeah. But what was more funny was the next day we 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 went out to I think pick your car up or something, and there was this red sock, lone a lone red sock, sock on on the floor. Now. We were like, this sock does look kind of familiar. So we messaged them and it transpires that they had indeed dropped the sock. So we've since washed it and taken care of it. I've only wanked into it once or oh my God. twice a day and they're going to get it back. Is that Dobby? Yeah. I'll give him the sock back. Yeah, and then he can be free. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've we've got to catch up with them soon. But the thing that we want to talk about today is a we went on a sort of a bit of a random date, right? A date with people we never met before. Yes. So that is the random element of it, yes. Yeah, and they, they have <laughs> sort of listened to the show before, or at least a little bit. A little bit. bit. And they did what some people do. Some people like to, if they're going to meet us, they like to listen to a little bit of the show, like get a flavour of us. All right. Yeah. Not, but not enough so that the taste is still left in their mouth when they actually meet us. What flavour would we be? Um, disappointment. Oh, <laughs> so if we were an ice cream, what would we be? Oh, um, fab. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nice lolly. Oh, come on. It was pretty good. <laughs> well, how many different, like, are you talking flavours? Well, you could have or... gone with like Magnum or something. I could have done. Yeah. yeah. But that makes Ooh. you sound like a big old unit. Thanks. I was talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Whippy, that might but be appropriate fine, in gonna, a minute. I'm not going to give you any more compliments now. Fine. I won't take any more then. Anyway, so they'd listened to the, the show a little bit and then they stopped because they wanted to not spoil it for when they met us mm. or at least have a level of disappointment when they met us in real life. 
I mean, they said that, or maybe they were just bored of listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got halfway through one episode, yeah, and that was enough for us. Stop. Probably enough for us as well, to be fair. Anyway, so we we'd organised. Uh, well, they decided that they were going to come down to our hometown mm. and meet us, and they were going to stay in a hotel, and we'd just catch have a up nice evening nice, together, nice little evening. So we went. Where did we go? What happened? Tell us. I'm explaining far too much of this. As <laughs> you are. Okay. All right. So what are we, we going to call them? Give them um, names. Right. We are going to call them some brilliant names. We're going to call them Jareth and Sarah. Your eyes can yeah. be so cruel. <laughs> which, of course, is um, a nod to my very favourite film in the whole world. There's such a sad <laughs> love deep in your eyes. Yeah. Kind of... So I think that's quite fitting for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we decided we would go out for a nice meal together. Yeah. And then we booked a nice little bar that we know where we were going to have <clears throat> some cocktails yes. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of as much as we planned. We wanted to just see, you know, how the night evolved and it could have just been absolutely a social, hey, meal, drinks, bye. Yeah. And that's that's brilliant. Because what that's I, only ever going to be an expectation, isn't it? What I quite like, though, it was quite sort of, not last minute, but there wasn't that much time between when we'd organised it and when we were catching yeah. up. Yeah. And we didn't spend a large chunk of time chatting to them online. So no, I was really looking really. forward to getting to, to know them and chat to them. Yeah, and very much a blank canvas. Yeah, And we were very looking forward to finding out more about them. Total dice roll. <laughs> what I will say, though, is when they're pictures, they were really hot. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we say this about all of our guests. Okay. But they were really hot. Yeah. Very, very easy on the eye. Very easy on the eye. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So, so <laughs> yes. So, where do we go? What do we do? We well, we decided to book some a restaurant with some Thai food. Oh, good. Yeah, we love a bit of Thai food. We do indeed love a bit of Thai food. And listeners, you should hold this thought in your mind and refer back to it later on. You know what I really love is those spicy prawn crackers. Love all the Thai food. Spicy. Yep. Not spicy is also good, but on this occasion, spicy was. The way. Yeah, and, and we ordered a load of little Thai bits to, yeah, to have like with them. Yeah, like size Well, actually, let's, let's talk about sort of meeting them. So, first mm. impressions. We get th- we get to the restaurant. They're already there. I had the most amazing shoes in the entire world. Oh, yes. I had my so Halloween... So, your first impressions are of yourself. <laughs> How amazing I must have looked entering the restaurant in my glow-in-the-dark shoes. Okay. Yeah. They don't glow in the dark. They light up. They light up in the dark. Yes. Or indeed the day. <laughs> <laughs> At any time. They can be At any li- point, you can you switch can them push on and they will light up. And they will light up. They are fantastic. They are not like your common or garden sort of fake Iron Man shoes. These are oh, sort no, of no, no, really no. nice. And, and they're not like rubbish that, like yeah. Heelys or something, which light up when you roll down the street. Okay. So you've told everyone about your shoes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. First impressions. Um, okay. He's got, got in there and I was absolutely stunned because um, she was... Really, really dropped out gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Thought. She was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I sound a bit like Wayne's World then. <laughs> <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Um, so I was like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm I, I really don't feel that um like I'm that hot next to her, really. Because I was like, whoa, shit, she's really hot. But don't forget you had hot shoes on, so that was oh, okay. Yeah, totally. yeah. Like, T- even it out. It's fine. Shoes literally win it. So yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Um, sorry, Sarah, you're hot, but my shoes are better. Smell bad, Sarah. <laughs> um, and he, oh, he was lovely. Like really, really lovely. Yeah. I, I really, really liked them both. They were both lovely to look at. And, <laughs> you yeah. folks are lovely to look at. No, they were just really loved. My first impression was, I like them. Yeah. Great. So we sat down and, and ordered some spicy Thai food. And I ordered spicy cocktails. 
Yeah, you had literally cocktails that were chilling. What on earth was I doing? I was ordering these really spicy cocktails that were made with chili infused tequila, and the really lovely barman agreed to make them extra spicy for me (laughs) because I'm stupid. Because nobody has ever been this clever. No, not me. I was extremely clever, and he made me spicy cocktails all night. Now, I'm going to talk about our first mistake in this thing, right? Okay. So we, we booked this place <laughs> yes. and it was the noisiest fucking restaurant. Oh my God, it was so loud. I've ever been in. I could not hear a word that they were saying. And I was sat, ne- I was sort of next to them. Yeah. And then we swapped places. So I could so hear So you them. could hear them a little bit better. And I, I must have, you know, sort of nodded and smiled and, and sort of processed it. It was all like just saving it for later. I know. And it's not like it was like a club or anything. It was a restaurant. Mm. So... Jareth very kindly asked them if they would turn it down a little bit. Yep. And they did, but it was still fucking loud. Turn it down or your baby brother will be <laughs> mine forever. Yeah. So, you know, it really is difficult. And I know you can lean in and that's all part of, and you know, nice to meet people and lean in to listen to them. But yeah. actually, it's also really difficult when you're sitting across the table trying to shovel your face with Thai food. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think we, we were both quite hungry. So we were, mm. we like this particular restaurant normally, and we were shoveling Thai food into our yeah. Jobs, really. So <laughs> we finally got to the end of the meal and it was all going really nicely. And, and we booked this cocktail place that we really like. So we took them there. And the place is normally the most quiet, serene, chilled out place that you can imagine. Oh, my God. And it was for the first five minutes. For the, yeah, for the first five minutes, it was great. And then a bunch oh of rowdy, God. rowdy dudes came in. And it was the loudest fucking thing in the world. Right? In there. But never happens I know. in this bar. So and no, there they were. you know, normally you can you can hear a pin drop in this place, and you know, or, or, or you can chat at a reasonable yeah. level. But honestly, I could again, I could barely hear yeah. hear a word Agreed. they were saying. Thankfully, they did go mm, probably about forty five minutes before the end of our evening. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they were super loud, and that was not ideal either. Yeah, and then we had the delightfully awkward sort of moment of like, how is this going to go? And to be fair to Jareth, he sort of <laughs> put it on the line and did that great sort of like... I'm so glad to, he did. Yeah, and you know, I don't know how you guys feel, but would you like, like to be have more of an evening? Do you yeah. want to play? We can carry on, we can go out, whatever it was. So we, we That said, was an okay. amazing speech. It was a great speech. I <laughs> love these, um, I, I end up calling them sort of monologues where you, you sort of... Most people awkwardly stumble their way through in a sort of Hugh Grant, gosh, wow, gosh, um, <laughs> if you guys are interested, but, you know, we're not putting ourselves too forward because, you know, we don't want you to feel like you're being pressured, but it would be really nice if we, and not that his speech was anything like that. No, it was lovely. It was really sweet. Um, it was very nice. But it took me back to like our earlier days together when we started all this and we didn't really didn't know how to navigate those a to B moments, yeah. I guess, where you kind of, you've had your evening, it's been really fun. You don't know what the other people are thinking about you, but you kind of have a slight idea in your mind of what you'd like to happen, but you don't quite know how to broach it. Yeah. So we said, well, why don't you come back to our house? Yeah. And we can have some drinks. We've got the See hop in and we can all sort of actually listen to each other and talk to each other Yeah. and see how things pan out. Yeah. So we ended up sort of chatting and drinking for... A quite a while longer. longer. <laughs> and then it got, it was getting quite late. I think that was probably one of our first slight mistakes. I think, I think, yeah. Because I think we shouldn't have really just carried on for a couple of hours without being a little bit more forthright. Yeah, I think... I think we were sort of both in a space where we were just sort of chilling out. And it was, to be honest, I was really enjoying the actual conversation and the yeah, ability to, to really chat lovely. to them. Really nice. And I felt like I hadn't 
necessarily, you know, whilst I felt that there was a nice connection with us all, because I hadn't been able to hear them so well, yeah. it was nice to cement that. And so actually he, have a more intimate setting to have yeah. a conversation. I so agree. it gets quite late. and Oh, why bloody hell can't swingers ever start anything off before, I don't know, fucking 1am in the morning? Well, it was all within, it was within our <laughs> grasp and we just didn't. Yeah, but we never do, even after all these years. It's just... Oh my God, it's late. Why are we starting so late? <laughs> so he gives, again, a rather lovely, delightful speech. Yeah. Um, about, you know, we interest, and we said, yes, let's let's go upstairs and let's, let's yes. play. We said, to be honest, it's going to be late. Yeah. So you might not get the best out of us. <laughs> but it'd be nice to... But it'd be nice to fall around and see, how they, yeah, and see how things go. Now, just as I'm going up the <laughs> stairs with them... Uh-huh. I don't even know if you made it upstairs. I did. You did. Oh, we you did make it upstairs. We all for went about, upstairs for about thirty seconds. Mm, no, no, no. We went upstairs for about two minutes. Okay. I know this because it was a really painful two minutes. <laughs> and then you excused yourself. Well, yes. At this point, and we need to think back to the early part of the evening where I hot tie, hot tie, hot tie, I hot tie. A really big hint that we had been shoveling very spicy food mm-hmm. <laughs> downers, and also plentiful spicy cocktails mm-hmm. that were made with jalapenos and chili infused tequila. So just as, as so people yes. are taking their clothes off and it's all and starting to move. And we got as far as taking some clothes off. Yeah. And you, I believe, did you get your cards out or were we just sat on the bed I think, in I like think we were just sat on the bed in the four, just sort of starting yeah. to play, a little bit of kissing and a little bit of stroking. And there, was, there wasn't any kissing, but there was definitely some touching. Yeah. Like hands on legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purposeful movements towards some intimacy yeah and at this point i do believe i felt my tummy drop like a lead balloon (laughs) (laughs) and and summon me from the depths of hell itself (laughs) and i felt decidedly delicate (laughs) let's put it that way and i think the thai food was starting to make itself known so you just said oh excuse me for a moment and i said i'm going for ninja wee yeah that's my that, that was that was what you said and i did think maybe all right maybe i just need a wee and i'll just was i feeling nervous no no it's fucking thai food <laughs> <laughs> so after sort of five six minutes oh. and we're sort of you know occupying ourselves saying you know yeah, it's what all were very, you doing when i was down there uh, it was very light sort of D- again stroking of thighs <laughs> and some there might have been a kiss and a little you know a little bit of touching uh-huh i'm like Excuse me, I've got to go find out what the hell is happening with my wife. And, what, and how were they kind of... Um, oh, they were fine. They were they were fine. Did and, you think they guessed what was going on? Well, I don't on? know. I don't know whether they thought that you were upset about something or whether you yeah, were... Yeah, that's an interesting had, one. Yeah, had a dodgy you just don't tumbler. Know. So, went downstairs and you're like, ah! <laughs> ah! No, it was no, like Luda. It wasn't saying that. But it was fair to say <laughs> I was in the grip of some turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> and I really wasn't sure what, what to tell you other than you probably figured out that this isn't a way. Yes, I, I, I did. So I, and Thai food and you're is like, making don't, itself And you're known. like, don't tell them. I know. I but, was like, please but, don't tell them because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I was sat there thinking to myself, oh my God, in all the times we've played with people ever, I don't actually think this has ever really happened like this. Not, not like that. Not to the extent where I knew that I couldn't really just come back upstairs after two minutes so you, you came back upstairs so i did, I, come I, I did tell them what was going on oh my god what did you say i just said that your tummy was feeling a bit dodgy oh god and what did they say 
You mean but she, they, like, they were like, oh, she's taking a massive shit. Is no, that what's happening? No, they did not. I don't believe you. No, that's not what they said at all. They were too they, nice they to were, say they that. They were worried about you and making sure that you're okay. That was my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, literally my worst nightmare. Well, the irony was, so you came back, back. upstairs and a then... Bit shaky. Bit shaky. <laughs> and my tummy went absolutely fucking nuts at this point. Oh my God. Like, and is that because you were worried for me or because the typhoon had caught up with you too? I don't, it might have been a combination of the two. <laughs> it's that, maybe it's like that thing when you see someone be sick, it makes you feel sick. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you came upstairs and I'm like, you're going to have to excuse me. I'm yes. going to have to go downstairs. But when I came upstairs, you were both sat either side of this very pretty girl and yeah. she was lying on her back with no pants on. Yeah. And you were both just like idly touching her naked body yeah. and I was like oh fuck what have I walked into <laughs> I feel terrible that I've been down there all this time and now I've walked into this and now you're going yeah <laughs> so like, what the I, fuck? and then like my tummy really as you said <laughs> dropped and I was like oh my god I feel awful and I returned pretty quickly but I was so shaky after that I was too. I was really shaky and it was really bad because we came back up and we started playing and things started escalating. It was all very exciting, but I must have felt like a fucking like teenager, just like shaking. And I'm like, I didn't want to say, I'm like, I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm just, it's no, just, I've just had a really bad just, shit. You know, I think it was just like the shock of um, realising that something urgent was going to happen. <laughs> but then also the, the, the fear factor of knowing that you had guests upstairs that you hadn't met before <laughs> and they must have been sat there like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Is this what they always do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just going for a, a pre-sex shit. Yes. <laughs> it's just a British thing. Yeah, it's uh, what we do when we go to the cinema. We take Would a like pre-cinema shit. It's all of those things. We have two bathrooms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So so I, was ner I wasn't nervous. I just felt really shaky. Yeah, I felt really shaky. I'd also been trying to be really fast. And try and get back upstairs and not cause a bit of a, oh my God, where well, is it she? Was, I think the thing was, it was exciting because, mm. not the shit, but the the actual <laughs> sexy times. Um, but it was also, there is a little bit of nervousness because it's the first time playing with somebody. And also the nerves, yeah. But absolutely. also I think we'd had a bit to drink and also we'd eaten Thai food and, and our tummies late. were dodgy as hell. <laughs> so And it was late. It was like now like 3am oh, or some 2am some or some hour, stupid yeah. time like that. So I was like, oh my God, I feel a bit bit shaky. Anyway, so as 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 play starts picking up, we start sort of settling into things a little bit. We've got this. We can do and I wanted to. That was the annoying thing. I really, really, really wanted to just like get back into the stride of but where we left off. Then I got thrown a bit. Oh. Because you said and and I don't think I've heard you say this before to anybody. You have very a, rarely. Very rarely. You have a lovely cock. Can I just say that you have a lovely cock? I did. I said to, I complimented him. You, you did. He had an exceptional so, cock. <laughs> Got to he, say it. He was not a small lad at all. He was not. That's no moon. That's a space station. And <laughs> and with all the the not feeling great, it threw me into a turmoil for for like oh a minute or so. I was like, "What the fuck is going on? I don't feel great." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm just going to keep going down, and I'll be fine. I'll be all right. Nothing be bad honest, has ever happened fair, whilst I I've been going down on someone." Did also compliment her on her breasts. I mean, they were both really attractive. They were. They were both. Really fun and really sexy. So there's nothing against them whatsoever. And Lord knows how they managed to navigate but, our weirdness. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking Thai food, nervous excitement, drunken. Is this like a foreplay thing? Yeah. What, what the fuck are these Tag idiots doing? Yeah. Professionals, like fucking podcasting. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so it, it was this real sort of, oh, right. Okay. But everything sort of came together huh? mm. in the end and everything 
worked and everyone was fine and, and we got through it all and we got through it. I mean, oh God, that sounds awful. No, but I think... Like we endured it. Well, we, we didn't shit on the bed or them, which was the, you know, oh, the God, first concern. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah. So, and it, I had a really fun, sexy time playing oh, with her. Oh my God, I did as well. It was just such a weird, rocky start it, it was, it because was, yeah. of our uh, deli bellies. <laughs> Absolutely. And... You know, it was we, we had a bit of a chat for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. And then they literally had to go because it, it was, was so, so fucking late. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, obviously we debriefed. And they'll probably never come back. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know whether to really look forward to the, the verification <laughs> of Vab if they're going to give us one or just to just to never look at it again. Like, just delete they, Vab, just yeah, oh the God. embarrassing thing. I, well, I promise if we meet again, we'll just drink water. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I think the Thai food certainly threw us. Lesson learned. Oh, the other um, thing I should point out. Just don't eat spicy food before potential play dates. Which probably didn't help us either. And this is probably why we were so knackered is that we had been out and up late the night before. Yeah, we had. So it was our second night on the bounce. Huh. That makes so, it sound terrible. This really wasn't just our best plan. Just getting the most out of our weekends now. <laughs> I think, yeah, well, that's the thing. Now that we can get out and about, it's really nice seeing people. We spent people. so long not going out. Now we just Absolutely. want to fill our weekends with brilliant people. I mean... Both Jareth and Sarah were really lovely to talk they to. So really nice. sexy people. Please come really back. fun to play with. Yeah, please come back. You know, this is just our. our if you choose you know. to ever listen again. Yeah. <laughs> they're only ever listening to that half a podcast. They're not, you know, they didn't want to spoil the rest of it, to be fair. So, yeah, it was a really funny, funny incident, especially when we turned to each other after they'd gone and we were like, what the fuck happened oh to my us? God. And, and I felt fine afterwards. Oh, you did. We... The next day, I was. Oh, no, I was a bit shot through the next day. The next day, really? I was really shot through. Thanks, gentle <laughs> listener, for putting up with me but my tummy was not in a good place the next day so all in all there you go lesson learned you know I never think take potential dates out for spicy food for spicy food yeah and choose something really normal choose, go for something bland like a subway or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> or just have chips or something just, just a plate of chips just oh yeah I think you know overall it was a a really nice date but what with all the weirdness, with all the, the sound and not being able to hear anybody and the, <laughs> the late night and the kind of us. I don't know. I think whether whether we were sort of in a strange mood, because normally we'd have escalated a bit quicker than that. I agree. Um, we're better than but that. <laughs> I do wonder if the, the weird tummy issues had already started at that point and put us in an odd mood. Because I think okay. by the time I came downstairs to see you, my tummy was already feeling a bit like, oh, <laughs> so... You know, maybe maybe that's what it was. Um, honestly, we're much better than that. You know, we don't fuck things up and make mistakes. Oh my god! At all. So, but we've never actually, so far, apart from that one, made that mistake before. We've never had to run out and and go to the bathroom. I think we oh, probably wait, have done. You have had tundra bath. Yeah, which is a little different. Yeah, but, but that, equally, you had to make a swift exit. Yeah, there was a you know a good. So running out in the middle of playtime is our new special move. But both of us running out is probably yeah, a new one. That's a, it's a new low. <laughs> it really is. And we've shared it with you because that's the but kind of people that we are. The good thing is it happened and things weren't irreparably ruined. We did bounce back. Yes, mostly. like Alan Partridge. <laughs> we did. So, um, so that's good. Yeah, it's it's very Doesn't good. Doesn't have to end the night. <laughs> no, I, I really hope they'll see us again. I really hope they'll uh, that we can introduce yeah. them to some more of our friends because I think they'll absolutely adore them. And yeah, and hopefully now that, that we've put this out there, they'll know that we're not complete and utter maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to just kind of use this as a bit of an example about things that can go wrong on dates and talk about some other things mm. that have gone wrong on dates. Or and stuff of, has gone wrong. We, You know, we've talked about a lot of them. So I've... Yes. 
compiled a top three things Excellent. that have gone wrong on dates. Shitting through the eye of a needle on play dates. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's coming in at a glorious number four. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I think number three, coming in at number three. All right, what's this, number three? Things that have gone wrong on dates. Too much noise in a hotel room. <laughs> This yeah, is, you know, and that's all about the environment you choose, I suppose, isn't it? And if it you are is. going to opt for a hotel, it can be super fun and sexy, and there's no reason why you shouldn't, but also be mindful, you'll probably get a noise complaint. And this is where I kind <laughs> of, the whole, um, you know, because we're referring a little bit back to um, to our social, but this also happened a couple it's of other times. times. Yeah, and normally it's me that gets sent to the door to Because you're them. nice. These aren't the noises you're looking for. Who can be nasty to you? But apparently quite a lot of people. Oh. You've only got to go to Twitter for five <laughs> minutes and you'll see it. So we, oh, yeah. you know, we, we've dealt with noise complaints before, but I think that, that one on the social, it really has seared into my brain. And now I'm a little bit nervous about hotels in, in a way. I kind of get what you mean. Um... As I said, uh, it kind of eclipses any of the kind of fun that you get from being somewhere a bit fun and secret, like a hotel together, if yeah. you're always worried in the back of your mind about rising noise. And there's no way four or more people can be quiet together. Well, there's little chance of two of us Probably. being quiet, <laughs> no. so or even just one of us. So, you know, I think the more people you add, the more chance there is of the higher volumes of noise. And I think... It says a lot about sort of how you plan these things. So, you know, if we do another social, and we will do one once we've got our asses in gear and looked at a couple okay, of other places. Okay, that's coming soon. Yeah, I know. We I know. are starting to pull our finger out. I know, starting to pull our finger out. We're still knuckle Or maybe deep. we should have put our finger back in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then pull it out again. Cork. And then put it back in again. Um, so, you know, I think if we did that again, I'd probably be tempted to look at like an Airbnb Somewhere nearby. Somewhere nearby. So retire and have palace, some shenanigans. A fuck palace or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe see if a few people want to stay with us in said Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, Hotels hey. are definitely dodgy ground because you just, yeah. It's a risky move. And I think, you know, I would invite people back to the house. But I think if you had more than like six people here, it'd be way too noisy. And then you'll get different noise complaints. Yeah. And mm. we have to live with our neighbours, unfortunately. Yeah. So there's... Well, not literally, not in our house. No, but they are next door to us. Yeah. So, you know, that wouldn't be so great. So too much noise. Being kicked out of venues and that sort of thing is is one of the things. Is number three, number two, things that can go wrong on a date. Couples having arguments. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. and that has happened, and it must have happened to other people. I'm sure. Well, I think there's for there's, various reasons. Yeah, I think there's one particular one that that always springs to mind with this one, mm. which was someone had come back, or a couple had come back to our house. Yeah, and um, she was literally just on top of me. Bam. Around. Bouncing around, having a great time. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm doing so well not to come. I'm doing really good. <laughs> Putting in a grand performance. And the other half was not doing so well. <laughs> no, and I think he, he'd probably had a bit too much to drink. He had a lot to drink. Um, but I think seeing her enjoying herself like that, mm. you know. Whilst drink who was defeating him. Whilst drink was not on his side. Yeah. Triggered. It really derailed him. Yeah, it? it really derailed him. and then. They had he, a big row. They, it trans, you sort of transpired. Well, he stomped that, off. Yeah, he stomped off. Yeah. And then a whole load of personal issues that were sort of bubbling up below the surface. They all came to the fore. Yeah, surfaced. Mm. <laughs> they literally did. And they, there's nothing worse than, you know, a wounded party, like having their ego dented to then bring up all the other stuff that's been on your mind. Yeah, and I think it was it was really tricky because this is our house. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were yelling in our house. Well, mm. he was yelling in our house. And she it was, was crying. She was crying. 
and it just kept escalating. And eventually we managed to to de-escalate it all and, and sort of get them out, but in a, in, a, in a nice way. But we've been in a couple of situations where couples have started arguing. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you don't always know kind of what's going on behind closed doors and how solid their foundation as a relationship is. Mm. And although they might say, but we're, oh yeah, we're absolutely solid and we really want to go on this adventure and we're absolutely okay with, you know, um, you know, having sort of group sex or whatever it is they're doing. But you just don't know sometimes it might be a trigger and they're going through some stuff and maybe it was just absolutely the wrong thing for them to do. Yeah, and it's kind of how you handle that is mm. is the is the important piece here. We've tried to handle it um, by giving them as much dignity as we can by sort of making sure that yeah, you know, that making sure they're okay, they're okay, and following up to make sure that they're all right. Yeah, but it was it was a really tricky situation, and you can't always help it. But I think you know you do need to when you're chatting to people and sort of introducing yourselves. I d- whilst I don't think you can go, hey, you two really solid because that's a ridiculous question. It's like <laughs> when saying, was hey, the last time you had a row? <laughs> yeah, is your relationship healthy? Because that's just going to fucking lead to no. To- and generally, body language and you know the way that couples are together is normally a fairly good indicator of how they you know how we feel about each other. Yeah, so I'd say that you you, you make your own call on this one. But you've but you've got to sort of eyeball it really and have a look mm. and and trust your instincts. And I think in this situation, we didn't really have a sense that things were that bad. No, but not we've at all. we've been in other situations where we really knew it wasn't yeah. going well and we you know we had to take a step back and move away from that situation in the middle of it because it yeah. wasn't any of our business. No, exactly. So yeah, that that was number two. Number one, uh, drinking too much. And that Other can, people, me, <laughs> you, the dog. And that can dovetail into the second Ooh. thing. In fact, all of them, can't it? It can affect everything you do and how successful all of these things are. Yeah, and, and I think... Quite, make or break it. Quite often. And, and, you know, I think that we're a little bit, maybe a little bit hardcore with our drinking. We can certainly pack away a drink or eight. And not We've everyone. We've better at knowing our limits, yeah, for sure. But not everyone can keep up with us when that happens. She says, perhaps egotistically, but mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. we need to recognise that actually the amount that we drink influences the amount other people drink oh as well. Oh my God, it 100% does. You are completely right. And sometimes just because we're really kind of happy and in a good place and we know how much we can drink and what our tolerance levels are, we it's not cool if someone else is like mirroring you a little bit and trying to keep up because they don't want to be... Like, oh, you know, are you okay? You're not drinking. Yeah. And, you know, we've been in some situations. And that can break people. <laughs> well, th- yeah, that's true. And and I think, you know, especially with, with men, it can really impact their, yeah. their performance. And also, uh, you know, I wouldn't want anyone to make any decisions that they didn't want to make while they were sober, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, whilst no, exactly. I'm, I'm happy for people to lose some inhibitions because a drink helps them a bit, but ultimately it shouldn't be the, the, the absolute measure of whether they do something or not. No, and I think it's been interesting in the past because we've we've gone to play dates and you've been sober because you've had to be for a yeah, period of time when fun. I wasn't able to drive. <laughs> but that was not fun for you, I guess. And it, it I suppose it's really interesting because it really, really does give you a bit of a it does give you a Dutch courage, doesn't it? If you had a couple of drinks, it automatically makes you just feel a bit more ease sometimes. So it I understand why people normally want to have some. It is just a question of knowing your limits, isn't it? It is, but it's also kind of considering the environment. I, you know, I remember when we went to Desire, 
and I haven't brought that up in a couple of episodes for <laughs> once. Um, it's actually, we we both had a night where we went a bit too, too yeah. nuts on Hope, it. Thankfully not at the same time. No, and you know, night <laughs> so one... So we could at least care for each other. <laughs> <laughs> night one, I dove full into it. I was like, yay, this yeah. is amazing. How many Negronis do I, you know, can you I drink in three strong. and a half minutes? Uh, and it, and it, night two was me. <laughs> night two was most definitely you. And then, yeah. then we adjusted and balanced out. Yeah, and I think, we did level but up. But nerves, we know, can get the better of you. We know that emotional states can definitely get the better Excitement. of you. Excitement. <clears throat> and, you know, there's all these other things that have <laughs> happened and have happened around us because of drink. I think we both do have a tendency to get carried away with the moment as well, in a good way. Yeah. And it's not because we're necessarily nervous. It's more... Actually, we're having a brilliant time and you just get like, yay, la, 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 la. <laughs> we're just going to keep drinking. <laughs> this is brilliant because you reach that beautiful golden point, don't you, where you know that you're absolutely invincible. Yes. Everything's amazing. And sensible you should come along and say, right, now just cool your jets a little bit. I also know that we're drawn drawn in by the novelty. <laughs> For example, while we were out, uh, sort of after we'd thrown some axes, we went to a pub with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Ah, uh, yes. Um, went to a pub with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Yes. And um, we we went to this place that had cocktails, right? Yeah. Or in, within it, they, they sold cocktails. And I ordered a tree of cocktails. Why? And it came Why? out with a firework. <laughs> now, sensible me should should have gone, one tree is fine. I know, but you didn't. Reality me was like, oh, I love the idea of a firework and a tree of drinks. Let's order another one. I'd have ordered another one as well. I know. Because it was a firework because and it was a the sweet of it drink and it came out on a tree. I mean, what more do I need? But Less drinks. <laughs> yeah, probably less drinks. So there is a reality check that needs to happen sometimes. Yeah, I hit a bit of a wall, actually, halfway through that. Not... In the place drinking the cocktails, but when we were having dinner a bit later, I suddenly hit a wall of tiredness and drink. Not, I wasn't unwell or anything, but I knew, I recognised that I needed to just slow the fuck down. So I switched to water quite a lot and I just kind of like paced myself. But I recognised those signs. Mm. I definitely I stepped up the water intake at that point. Yeah. There were tiny little glasses though, so I had like 10 of those. Oh my God, I know. Which... which <laughs> Probably turned out to be half a pint of water. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we, we are at least um, adept now, I think, in probably recognising signs a lot quicker. Well, we're probably more of an alcoholic now than we ever were. I think newer couples to this probably don't sometimes. I mean, we were in exactly the same position, I would say, years ago. We just didn't know quite how to navigate it. Is this an age thing, though? Is this that we've grown into being able to, to handle our drink better and know our limits more? I think it's experiences, really, have defined how we've behaved okay. a lot because I don't want to be a tit. And unfortunately, a combination of drink and, you know, false bravado tits. does lead to me being a complete end sometimes. <laughs> so I just don't want to do that and, and show you up. Well, actually, I th- make a t- t- myself. The other thing is, is I think we, we kind of know that there is, there is a point where if we, we drink too much, then the, well, we don't in normal life, we will argue if we've drank too Maybe much. There's also that. And, and that's not great because you're a mean drunk and I'm an emotional wow. drunk. Oh, and that's not a good combo. So there's nothing worse than Mrs. H yelling at me while I'm sat in a corner crying. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's not the not area we want to get into. combination, is it? So, yeah. So, you know, I think the top one thing is definitely drinking too much. I agree. Or sometimes not enough. Oh. Has there ever been a time when we've not drunk enough? <laughs> Don't know. It might happen. I threw that in just, just to cover myself and, you know, in years to come. <laughs> so yeah so the, the, the top three were then 
too much noise in a hotel room or too much noise in general. Uh, what else was it? It was couples having arguments and looking out for those moments. And number one was drinking lots. Yes. Or too much. Don't do what we do. <laughs> yeah, don't do what we do. Do as we say, not as we <laughs> do, which, you know. Yeah, which like leads that. me right into the nice roundup at the end, which do as we say. You know, if you fancy, go on, leaving us a review on iTunes. Oh, see, I can't because bloody Samsung, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's and true, but it would be pointless. It would be meaningless you leaving it. But if you're one of those... Because like, you've never listened people. to one fucking episode. <laughs> so, well, no, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know how to leave a review and you don't have an Android device, then you could <laughs> leave one. But, you know, if you can't leave a review, then drop us an email at bedhopperssuck at gmail.com. Yeah. Or send us a tweet. And tell us how much we don't suck. Yeah, that would be really nice. I enjoy the messages that, that tell us that we don't suck and yeah. that actually we've done all right. I like positive affirmation. It works well for me. <laughs> to be fair, I have been dealing this evening with some fucking idiot on Twitter. Yeah. Who, who... I, for once, actually replied. Yeah, up until the point where he you was replied. asking for all sorts of shit from you and then I sent him a video message yeah. kindly telling him to fuck off. Off you fuck. Yes, exactly that. And when I didn't get there, fuck off I come. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> so the other thing that I point out is don't forget our Patreon. Uh, we've got members and we've got Yay. a Discord chat and you can join us and be part of that Discord chat. And when we do interviews with people, you can chuck us some questions or you can mm. get involved in the topics, all those kind of cool things. And you give us money, which means that we can buy more drink. I mean, um, spend it on equipment oh for recording goodness. and other such things. Yes. Yes. Equipment. Definitely. So without further ado then, Mrs. H, anything yeah. that you would like to add? I'm looking forward to starting to reveal more details about our next social. Yes, we are actually... We can't do it yet because no, it's not there. Because <laughs> it's not there. Well, we're going to a possible we're venue. We're going to source some venues. Yes. Well, a yes. venue. We do, we're going to see some venues to source one venue. Yes. Yeah. Which will probably involve drinking again. <laughs> yes, but this is this is good. So I want All to do... science. I want to do a bigger venue with more people. Definitely want more people. Yeah. And I want an Airbnb fuck palace out the back of it. Out the back in the car park? Yes, definitely. That will do. <laughs> and, you know, once we've got that booked up, then mm. we'll be in touch. We'll let you know. Patreons will find out first about oh the social. Yeah, they get the benefit of that. Then previous attendees to the social. Yeah. Then, you know, mates and stuff. And then, you know, everyone else. Excellent stuff. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. I am. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. I don't know where, when, how. Probably February some point. I reckon February. Yeah. That's February what is kind of in my head as a, a viable thing. Yeah. Okay. Good. Watch this space. Excellent. Finally, the last thing is we've got one final bonus clip recording of the Secret Vixen blog that's going to go on the end of this thing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this follows one the one. One final one. One final the one. Final chapter. Well, it's not the final chapter, but there is one more. There's one more. Yeah. And we're going to play it after the music. So stay tuned for that one. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, it's someone a little bit different this time. If you know who it is, uh, please let us know because we don't. We've forgotten the name. Oh. We've only mentioned it about eight times today. Let's not mention it again. I know, let's not. Sage, do you think? Thank you for hopping into our bed. By now, my wife had become fully accustomed to the hot wife lifestyle and was reveling in the fact 
Her confidence and sexuality exuded from her like a fine, sensual perfume. And we found friends and colleagues in our vanilla life commenting and complimenting on her on the scent. Everyone was marvelling at her. Her friends had even gone as far to become jealous of the volume of sex she was now having. She didn't hide this fact, although she did neglect to mention to them that much of the sex was now coming from sources outside her marriage. She was becoming everything I had ever dreamed she'd become. All this being said, our family situation and my wife's fondness for taking lovers alone had meant that instances of watching her play in person were at a premium. Whilst I loved the messages, pictures and the ever more explicit videos she would send to me, I longed to watch her fuck another man in person. To see every moment and hear every sound of the experience. Whilst many may disapprove, I know that some would consider me lucky to have a hot wife whose glowing confidence was beginning to drive her lust for other men. There were some days, however, where I feel even more fortunate than usual, and this was one such day. She had recently received a message out of the blue two days prior um, from our mutual friend, a man who had become my wife's first bull. He was back for a work conference. He informed me that whilst he was here, he intended to fuck my wife, and he wanted me to watch. How could I refuse such a request? After some last-minute childcare arrangements and a few little white lies to my beloved, she would forgive me for this later, as I knew she would for sure. Everything was set in motion. When the day arrived, I allowed my wife to sleep in whilst I whisked the children away and returned home all without incident of her or her knowledge. On the return journey, my wife had called, shocked and worried at the location of her family. I wanted to ease her concerns, but at the same time thrill her inner hot wife, so I chose my words carefully. Don't worry. It's just one of those boring, adult-only things today. You know the type. You'll need to get dressed up. Returning home, I found my wife with a quizzical expression and a cheeky grin. It was clear that she had deciphered my not-so-cryptic message and knew that she was about to be fucked. There was, however, one mystery remaining. By whom? I loved the control that this gave me over her and I enjoyed watching her become ever more aroused as she reasoned out the possibilities. My beautiful, innocent, vanilla wife was aching for the cock of another man and I couldn't be happier. It had become our ritual that I would watch her change before any of her encounters and I must admit, there was a sliver of disappointment that I had not watch her prepare herself on this occasion. In a fitted top and trousers that showed her delicious curves, I, she looked both understated yet alluring. Her makeup simple yet flawless. Gone were the sultry, smoky eyes and devil red lips she had worn in her previous session with her bull. Instead, she opted for a subtler look that displayed the elegance of a woman who understood the power of her natural beauty. As it was clear that I wished to be present for this encounter, we were both filled with equal measures of arousal and nerves. When the bull arrived, there was an audible gasp of shock from my wife. She hadn't been expecting the man standing before her. 
After we had shaken hands, he approached my wife, and to her surprise, he pulled her in and they exchanged a full lover's kiss. I looked on and smiled, as this was something that he and I had talked about previously, but something that I hadn't thought he'd had the nerves to do. I was proved wrong. And I wondered what other surprises they may have in store. I wanted to give the two of them a few moments alone, so I excused myself by offering to make us some drinks, pouring the spirits and mixers. I could feel a brief tremble in my hands. The nerves were getting the better of me. I decided to pour a straight shot for myself to ease my excitement and restore a little calm within me. When I returned, I stopped in my tracks. My wife and our friend, her lover, were already locked in another kiss. I wondered what I'd missed. Before too long, my wife and her bull decided it was time to move things to the bedroom. At this point, I wasn't sure what thrilled me more. The fact that she exuded the type of sexual confidence and control over her lover that I had long fantasised about, or the fact that she did so without pause for thought for her deeply aroused stag. The jealousy and excitement filled my body with a surge of lust I had never experienced until that moment. I felt frustrated by the fact I could not take this out on the woman I married as she was already indulging in her own act of lust. She beckoned her bull and myself to the bedroom, though she made it clear she wanted him, and not me, to be the recipient of her next trick. She removed his clothes, enjoying the contours of his muscular body, before laying him down on her marital bed. On her face, I could read her delight and desire at his tall and powerful frame. She looked over her shoulder and instructed me with an our trademark wicked look. You'll have to undress yourself, I'm afraid. Both Vixen and Bull laughed at this quip and then engaged in another deep, hungry kiss, all the while their hands searching and rediscovering each other's bodies. I smiled, enjoying my wife's teasing, and I undressed myself. I could barely look away as my wife began to delicately brush and stroke the cock of our friend. He ran his fingers through her blonde hair, then pulled her in a tight grasp at the crown and then began to glide her head down his chest and to his groin. I could tell that she was enjoying his dominant nature and she obediently opened her mouth and took him inside. The moan he let out made my heart leap and his pleasure was clearly palpable. I couldn't help but stroke my cock in unison to each movement of my wife. Noticing my predicament out of the corner of her eye, she raised her lips in a gorgeous yet devilish smile. With one last deep suck, she allowed his cock to fall from her mouth. She ran her delicious tongue along the length of his cock and smiled up at, this, smiled up at the face of her lover, registering his approval of her flawless performance. With one hand, she continued stroking her ball, and with the other, she reached out for me. She confidently, confidently took my penis and began to move both hands in unison. Moments later, she wrapped her warm lips around me and began pleasuring me, slowly and lovingly. 
The power of having complete control over two rigid cocks had clearly emboldened my once vanilla wife, and taking my cock back in her hand, she cheekily began to inspect them, comparing each one on its length and girth, clearly finding my own to be the lesser. She bit her lip and gave me a mock look of apology. It was clear she was realising that sometimes bigger is better. Then she surprised me. She pulled me closer and placed the two cocks shaft to shaft. Then opening her mouth wide, took both inside, wrapping her lips around the two of us. The feeling was exquisite. The tightness of my wife's full mouth made both me and her bull gasp with pleasure. And we let out more than a few choice expletives. As my beautiful wife worked our cocks, my friend and I caught each other's eyes and we smiled at disbelief at the unbelievable erotic situation that we found ourselves in. When my wife had finished, she announced that she wanted to be fucked. This bluntness was so new and refreshing from her that my heart quickened and the confidence and the prospect of my, of my wife taking this dick. Of course, this thought exited my head as quickly as it entered. I remembered the situation I was in and the outcome of the earlier inspection of the two tools available to her. I knew what was coming next. I'm sorry, my darling, she uttered. I want his bigger dick. Smiling, she positioned herself on her back across the width of the bed, her lover taking position between her open and inviting long legs. The look of lust on his face, I watched as he looked, took in her naked body. He licked his hand and used it to moisten both his cock and my wife's waiting pussy. He needn't have bothered with the latter, as my wife's arousal was obvious and she was more than ready to receive the fucking that she so desperately deserved. Powerfully, and in a way that clearly showed that she showed her that he... What the oh, for fuck's sake? Stop! 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 They're just terrible! You're like the worst... You're like, not, you're like the Gestapo. You're like the Gestapo. Stop! No! The hat's part of it. The hat's part of it. Sabotage, all of that. The hat's part of it. Stop it. You. Now I've got to read all this stuff again about pussy and stuff. Stop. Can they wear a summer hat? No, doesn't matter. Are you ready? We're going back in. Stop. Look, anything. stop. He He's the worst. He's the worst. You're being so good. You're not distracting me one bit. Okay. I got me. <laughs> Why am I the worst? You, be, I've watched you are the worst. Every time he says something, you reenact it. You're no, making. You were doing. Do no, I said like, you did like you did like stop. licking hand things and like licked your pussy and everything. Right, turn around. Turn around. Away from each other. Yeah, you know, look. Ready? They're not even allowed to look at each other yeah, now. Turn around completely. No, because you're being too ridiculous. All right, both of you, stop. Are you calm? Can we right. continue? Don't Shush. Shush. Don't even look at each other. Shh. Smiling. <laughs> Smiling. You are both the worst. They are bad. <laughs> Smiling. Ooh! <laughs> Smiling. No, I can't do any more. They're too. They've gone too far. They've gone too far. 
tried. Do I need to talk about her opening her legs up and taking a dicking? No, she needs to take a dicking I'm about to talk about. No, you can't, because I'm going to talk about dick. Wait till I talk about him coming on her face in a minute. What are you going to do then? You, sir, have this coming to you because you have to read your bit. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Smiling, she positioned herself on her back across the width of the bed, her lover taking position between her, between her open and inviting legs. The look of lust on his face, I watched as he took in her naked body. He licked his hand and used it to moisten both his cock and my wife's waiting pussy. He needn't have bothered with the latter as my wife's arousal was obvious and she was more than ready to receive the fucking that she so desperately deserved. Powerfully and in a way that clearly showed her, showed her what he wanted, he penetrated her. It was now her turn to let out some of those choice expletives. As he continued his work, I found my hot wife become more and more lost in her own lust and the pleasure she was receiving. It was tremendous. I felt that I was disappearing in that moment, an unknown spectator in a grandstand event. But my hot wife brought me back, snapping me out of my momentary daze, reaching out over her head, her, hand, her hands grasped for my own. After our brief and tender touch, her bull intensified his pace and her nails momentarily gripped me tighter. Knowing that she was enjoying what her lover was giving her, I wished to add to the experience in any way I could. I shifted my hands to her waist and pressed them flat over her head, restraining her. We breathed quickly as one, as my wife was pounded and unable to move. I whispered in her ear that I loved her. I whispered in her ear that I loved her being a hot wife. She smiled and wickedly replied, I'm rather fond of it too. <laughs> we shared a loving kiss that my wife was unable to fully commit to due to the dick that was in that moment deep inside her, deeper than I had ever been, deeper than I ever could go. Knowing that my hot wife was under his control, my bull decided to change his tack. Taking her around the waist, he pulled her from her back to all fours, and I found myself face to face with my vixen. He entered her again and resumed his hard, slamming strokes. After a short time, I noticed that my wife's wife was close to reaching climax. At this point, her lustful need for pleasure started to take hold, and I saw her begin to control the pace more and more. And she was once more manoeuvring herself, enabling his cock to go deeper within her. Feeling my own need to pleasure quicken, I took my wife behind the neck, and she eagerly grabbed my shaft and began to suck. Back and forth she moved and all three of us basked in the purity of this carnal scene. Within moments, I could tell that my wife was coming over his cock. But she did not let up. She continued to work us both just as hard and it wasn't long before my bull could take no more. Pulling out, he called my wife's name. He stood on our, on our bed, towering above her and began to bring himself to climax. Without a word, she obediently stopped fellating me, enabling herself to fully gratify her lover. She knelt before him, her hands running over his firm legs and buttocks. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. 
I'd asked my wife countless times for the privilege of what was about to happen, something she had never granted. He roared as his orgasm filled her, and hot ribbons of cum shot over my wife's beautiful face. I was speechless, but it wasn't over. My vixen, it seemed, was going to treat her stag. She beckoned me with her finger and I clambered to my feet. With a few quick strokes, I too found myself covering my wife's face with my orgasm. It was an ending to an incredible encounter, one that was more than I could ever have hoped for, even if her bull beat me to it. You're halfway through and you're not doing well. No, Mr. Age and Sigrevix are being bastards. They're being bastards. Don't laugh. You're being a bastard.